Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Coach Quinn, first let me say we really appreciate all the time you're giving us. <laughs> Thank I you. wanted to see if you're willing to do a quick word association with us, okay? So just first things that pop into your head when I give it. You don't have to go long on them. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Explosive. Jonathan Allen. Dominant. Sam Howell. Tough. Drake May. Athletic. Caleb Williams. D.C. Jaden Daniels. Game changer. It's Dan Quinn, the head coach, earlier this morning with the Junks right here on the Team 980 and on 106.7 The Fan. Um, several of you reaching out saying he should not have answered the questions, as you said, Kevin, about the rookies. No, well, he didn't have to answer the questions. It was a great job. Uh, by the junkies to, uh, first of all, come up with the idea to play Word and not really give him a chance to say that he didn't want to play it and then hit him with their own players to start with and then bring in the three quarterbacks in the draft afterwards. Just, I think it's important, Denton, just in listening to that now for the fourth time, but ha- having heard it the way it was actually aired, um, there is... There's thought given to each answer. He wasn't ripping off those answers immediately. There were there there was like two, three, four seconds in between the name and the answer. He was being more thoughtful. He didn't come up with those answers that quickly. Um, but anyway, uh, what do you think you heard from him? Uh, a lot of you believe you heard this team thinks Jaden Daniels is the guy at number two. Uh, I don't know what we learned, and there's still going to be so many more things that happen between now and the draft. There is the interview process that they're going through in Indy. There are pro days uh, upcoming. There is a lot of investigation, due diligence that will be done. Um, There's a lot of input that they're going to want from a lot of people in their own building that they haven't had a lot of time to get at this point. Uh, They've got, here's the good news, I think, 
even though the hit rate on these is basically one out of three for the most part, I don't know that we've had three of them at the top of the draft that have been so close. I know that people think there's a big difference between Caleb Williams and there, there's a big jump down after that. I don't know if it's as massive as, say, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you know, in the draft uh, a couple of years ago um, with, um, oh God, uh, who came after Trevor Lawrence? Zach Wilson, right? I mean, Trevor Lawrence was clearly the number one in that draft, and then it was Zach Wilson, Justin Fields was in that, Trey Lance was in that draft. Um, You know, we didn't have really any quarterbacks two years ago last year. You know, there was some debate between Young and Stroud, um, but it was kind of Young. I I don't know that we've had three of these guys that are very similar, too. It's not like there's a difference in style. You know, you don't have a pure drop-back guy. You've got, you know, you've got athletes in all three of them. You know, there is a lot of discussion about how J.J. McCarthy is going to fly up the board after these interviews. We'll see. What do you think you heard? Greg, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hey, Kevin. Um, I, you know, I really didn't hear anything that just led to him picking Jaden Daniels. I think you could use a lot of different synonyms for uh, uh, for all of them. And the one caller who said skinny, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I just think he, you know, one good hit and he's done. Um, Caleb Williams. Wasn't he the guy that said he would only play for a team where he could be a part owner? Uh, there were there were requests for equity coming from his camp at one point, but that's all died out. In fact, I think some of the comments recently are he'll be excited to play for the team that picks him. Um, I think you know, yeah, well, you know, he's gotten better advice, <clears throat> but yeah, that that was there have been a few moments of, huh. Okay, because this is a big part of the evaluation. And so th- th- that stuff I mean, it, will be, you know, vetted out for sure. It, it could be a distraction. I mean, look what happened with RG3 when his father got involved and, and everything kind of fell apart back then. Um, Remember, think, it was a uh, different owner. You had an owner that encouraged and entitled that. Yeah, I, I understand. I think Drake May, I would label him as durable. And, and yeah, I like tough for, for uh, Sam Howell because he's, he's shown. He got the crap knocked out of him yeah, this year, did. and he's, you know, he, he's still standing, you know. But uh, so that, that's my opinion. I'd like to talk to you sometimes because I think we shared cocktails at some point from your other shows of places you went to or tended bar. I think we were all in the same circle, so I'd love um, to chat with you one day. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that's it. My opinion. Uh, Georgetown uh, in the eighties and nineties, uh, yeah, oh, certainly uh, mid to late eighties uh, into the early nineties. Third edition, Winston Garrett's. Paul Mall. Third edition not, was not a big Paul oh, Mall guy. The third, third was the, you know our spot really as much as any place was. And then yeah. you had all the places in Tenley back in the day, like Windsor McKay's and Maggie's and. Charlie's place, oh. yeah, and I worked at a lot of That's different true. places. I worked in restaurants through college. Um, but thanks, Greg. Well, Let me gonna, get to I'm, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet you one day. Okay, yeah, do it. All right, thanks, Dean. Dean, what did you hear 
from Dan Quinn when he went down in word association and gave some words for quarterbacks and ended with game changer for Jaden Daniels? I mean, now that you did your uh, your, your great expertise as a, a sports analyst and, and host, radio host, um, like you said, though, he's, he, Quinn's got a lot of excitement with him still, so he's kind of like giddy with the job. Um, and, uh, you know, again, the junkies, like the junkies you say, they kind of like they strategize that great for him. So that's almost perfect for what we need to hear, you know, a coach on, on the pressure, you know. So what I heard from it all and the players that he's talking about is excellent because those are the, those are the players that we need to hear what he thinks about, you know. So, again, thumbs up to the junkies. Is uh, he's a, he's a coach, he, he's a hundred percent coach, and it's something that we've been looking for in this DMV area. We we thought we had. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say we thought. That's I'm, I'm, my my thing right now with DMV uh, television and sports is just pump your brakes, watch these coaches. The the I'm glad we got rid of West Unsell, you know. So I, what I heard from this was was coaching. I, I think he 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 attacked it perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You give him a time yeah. to think about what was going on. He's 100% coach. He's 100% dialed in. He's got the coaches around him that are coaches, 100% head coaches. They're going to understand what to deal with football players. So I heard coaching. I heard 100% Quinn is dialed in, and we better be happy that we got him. That's what I heard, uh, Kevin. Thanks appreciate for being it. For real. When you, when yeah, you appreciate it, Dean. Um, thanks. Uh, uh, all right. Um, and we got a long way to go. We had that <clears throat> we had that uh, tweet from somebody yesterday that I read that there's just these wild swings. There's so much varied opinion on all of these guys. Let me just be clear about one thing about what Dan Quinn thinks. He made it also very clear to the junkies. He's not the final voice, in, you know, on the roster. That voice belongs to Adam Peters. So it really matters what Adam Peters thinks more than anybody else. This is, you know, the first decision that Adam Peters had to buy into and make to a certain degree was Dan Quinn. And he's thrilled that he got Dan Quinn to be the head coach. But the next biggest decision is number two. Uh, And those two decisions, Quinn and number two, are really the ones we're going to look back on a year from now, two years from now, three years from now for sure. And we'll know then whether or not they got him right. Uh, But this is such a big, big pick. And we're going to hear varied opinions, and there's no chance that at this point they are absolutely sold on one particular quarterback. They may have a preference. Quinn may prefer Daniels. Peters may prefer Daniels. Wouldn't surprise me if Peters does like Jaden Daniels. But there's so much more they have to learn. Peters was very adamant yesterday about it being much more than the tape, that it's about the person. Uh, He said that multiple times. They've all said that. Uh, So they've got to get that part right. That's where the biggest mistakes are have been made over the years in this organization. We talked about it earlier in the show. The biggest mistakes by far have been made on they just were either too stupid, which was part of it, to figure out you know the things that were important in evaluating the person, 
Um, the the other part of that too is even if they got a good person, they had a structure that wasn't very healthy for that good person and good player. Um, and they weren't necessarily great at evaluating the talent at times either. Um, so you got to get the talent part right, but that's the easier part. Uh, the rest of it is the stuff we don't know, and it ends up being the difference maker at every position, but no position more than at quarterback. All right, when we come back, we'll do some Denton news. Mel Kuyper put his updated mock draft out this morning. Bucky Brooks from uh, from the NFL Network, who I'm a big fan of, put his out last night. We'll update you on what they say about Washington at number two and some other key spots in the draft as well. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hitting the news you might have missed. It's Denton's Daily News. All right, Denton. What do you got news-wise? All right, so just a couple minutes ago, the NFLPA announced its yearly report cards. Now, these are voted on in uh, October. So it's not like they were just voted on yesterday. They are voted on in October, but they're voted on by the players. And for the commanders... It was a bad report card again, Kevin. Just a nut. So the players, I want to be clear on this. They vote. This is the NFLPA survey. It's the players that are being surveyed. Do the players respond to questions specifically about the team they're playing on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine why you'd ask, you know, Terry McLaurin about the treatment of families for the Chiefs. Exactly. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So here's some of the categories and some of the grades for the commanders. Uh, Treatment of families. F minus, didn't know they did minuses yeah. here. Uh, food and cafeteria, a D plus. Nutritionist is a B minus, so that's positive. Locker room is F minus. Training room is F minus. Training staff is F. Weight room is C. Strength coaches is an A. That's the only A you'll see on this report card. Team travel F. Head coach C. And then ownership is a B. Yeah, um, so look, these are things that we know, uh, I mean, we've seen this survey and they've essentially been the bottom of the barrel organization in a lot of categories for a while now. 
But remember, this was done in October. New ownership took over end of July. They invested the 70 plus million, I think it was, in renovations to the stadium, to, you know, Ashburn, and they've got more coming, you know, more investment. They realized how bad everything uh, was. Um, so this was hardly a revelation for them. I thought there were some interesting categories uh, that, like, they, they were asked about ownership, and ownership got a B grade uh, and ranked 18th in the league. So in October, the way they felt about ownership had already changed. But, you know, the rest of it hadn't caught up with the fact that they were pleased with new ownership. Um, the head coach ranked 31st with a grade of C. I would have thought C would have been something higher than 31st. Uh, so they were not necessarily down on Ron Rivera, but not as positive as I guess the rest of the league was about their own coaches. Um, the treatment of families and some of these F minuses is, you know, the, the tra- we've known that this facility has been an outdated facility for a long period of time. I mean, remember, they were the last team to get a bubble in an indoor practice facility uh, with a bubble. Um, we've heard about, you know, weight rooms and training staffs and locker room facilities and food and travel for a while. The travel actually surprised a lot of you because you remember the days when they traveled in style. You know, in the early days of Dan, they were outspending everybody. And it was a place that, hey, I mean, they take the nicest of, of, of jets. They stay in the, you know, it's all Ritz-Carlton's Four Seasons wherever they go. Um, but that changed a lot in the last six, seven, eight years. I mean, I I t- had conversations with players that essentially said, you, "We're basically on our own as far as food goes." You know, with a stipend, and it, and the food that was available wasn't very good. I mean, they were really financially strapped more than you think in terms of just the daily operations. It's not that Dan was financially strapped, but the team, because of the incredible decrease in revenues, um, and I'm not talking about league TV revenue, that pays the salaries, that keeps the, the, the ship afloat, but everything else had dropped to near rock bottom. But the treatment of families at F-, that is not Josh Harris. Mitchell Rails, Magic Johnson, Mark Ein, and the rest of the new ownership group. That is not. That is a reflection of the last group. I would have just thought that Ron, who is a good person, that they would have had a better grade. The treatment of families before the Rivera era and the treatment of just people in the organization, we, we've talked about this for years. It was horrendous. I mean, they were bad people in that building, mean-spirited. And by the way, the worst part about it, and I I emphasize this many times over the years, dumb. You know, just the worst combination. Arrogant, mean, and dumb. You know, and that's what that building was for so long. But I think it changed. And I heard from people over and over again that it did change with Ron, especially on the football side. So I'm surprised treatment of families was still F minus. Um, these things will be better as we move forward, hopefully. Although there's only so much they can do with the current facility. Uh, 
We may have to wait for new state. They're doing a great. They're doing everything they can with the stadium and the facilities they have. They are not. They are not. You know, uh, they didn't. They didn't pay six billion not to 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 make sure that they do everything for the customer and for their employees. Uh, so we'll we'll see um, how these grades. What what grade? Anything else from those grades? Um, no, you pretty much hit on it. I mean, the the family thing is that they don't. They'd have like no daycare or child um, support during games. Uh, okay, that's a big part of that. That's a huge. They're one of twelve teams that do not provide family rooms during games. They're one of seven teams that provide no daycare support for players' children on game day. They're one of four teams that do not offer either family room or a daycare. Some returning players report some improvements compared to last year, including a few new family events and better more private post-game family area. Many players want the team to offer daycare and family room like most teams in the NFL. I think one of the more surprising results in just seeing some of the headlines from this um, is that the owners on the question of willing to invest, Stephen Ross in Miami was number one. Clark Hunt in Kansas City was dead last, number 32. I mean, they are in the midst of a dynastic run, and the owner is considered to be the cheapest owner in the league. So they all don't go hand-in-hand investment and wins. It does help when you have Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. Uh, They did invest in in Mahomes. Um, Head coach, too, Josh McDaniels was number 32. Ron Rivera was 31. Andy Reid was one, working conditions, as we've discussed Washington was 32nd, dead last in the league. The Dolphins were number one. All right, what else do you have? All right, so on to college football, uh, history was made yesterday in the NIL department. Jackson Dart became the first athlete to sign an NIL deal with a private jet company, signing with Nicholas Air. He'll be able to use the jet for things uh, like philanthropy, I don't know what the Ole Miss quarterback is doing uh, philanthropic-wise to where he needs a private jet, but I know he's not from Mississippi, so maybe he's doing some stuff in his hometown. But this is a uh, it's a pretty unique NIL deal for him. Like, it's one thing to have like the local car shop you know, hook you up with a vehicle, but a private jet company is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Um, you... The p- private jet is a great way to travel, but he won't be traveling that way to games. He'll be traveling, you know, personally using whatever kind of credit they're giving him for uh, that. Um, where is he projected a year from now? I don't know. He's kind of been all over the place because it, it feels like entering this upcoming season, which is one of the reasons we are so heavy on you have to draft a quarterback this season, is the class doesn't seem the greatest in the world. Uh, I was a little surprised not that I don't think he's a good quarterback, but I would have not anticipated that he is the guy getting a private jet company. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of the quarterbacks because they're not as good. It's it's Shadur Sanders, right? Yeah, Shadur Sanders is going to be Oh, there. and the Texas quarterback, Quinn and Ewers, Quinn Ewers yeah. who's going back. The, those would be the top two right now. I'm, uh, let me pull up a list to see if there is a ranking. There, Of course there is for mock quarterbacks next year. Um, Shadur Sanders, Drew Aller, he didn't show me anything. Yeah, hey, Drew at, at Aller. Penn State this year. What is he, J.J. McCarthy over here? Jeez. Yeah, Carson Beck, forgot about him. Quinn Ewers, Jalen Milrow, of course. 
Tyler Van Dyke, Miami, Dylan Gabriel, uh, Riley Leonard in the top ten. Um, a lot of guys for Jackson Dart. Yeah. Okay. All right, so um, I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit, but according to uh, Shell Performance, it was actually Cam Newton that started the viral fight this weekend. So how did he start it? Was he just mouthing off? Well, apparently there was some mouthing off. There's been a little bit of um, – well, at first it was cordial. Then there was a little bit of beef between the two sides. And according to Top Shelf, he grabbed somebody by the neck first, and that's where where things got out of control. And then it was weird because they put a statement out, and it kind of like alluded to in the statement – how they actually had a video of him uh, not accepting defeat, which is really weird because it didn't look like he lost. So I don't know. Once no, I read I, that, I, I was like, I, I don't mean, know if I believe this. We've seen a minute and a half of the video, but it certainly didn't look like he had a difficult time shedding three to four people that were jumping on top of him. That's for sure. Uh, by the way, um, Caleb Williams in Washington are expected to meet today. Caleb Williams also has spoken, and I'll share what he has said in an interview with ESPN uh, in the next segment. What else do you have in news? All right, so we're going to say a quick prayer for the whoever operates the Boston Celtics uh, Twitter account because they absolutely smoked a layup yesterday. The team's account posted a picture of Drew Holiday walking in with a Team USA soccer jersey that said number 12 on it, and the team tweeted out that Drew Holiday was representing the U.S. men's national team, except he was not representing the U.S. men's national team. He was representing the U.S. women's national team, and the jersey he was wearing was his wife, Lauren Holiday, who only won two World Cups, a couple of uh, <laughs> soccer championships. She's like one of the great uh-huh. players of a generation. And the uh, Twitter account got called out by like Alex Morgan. And I can only imagine their mentions are not exactly looking too kind this morning. No, you got to get that one right. Is is it Zach Ertz, whose wife is also? Yes. Is he married to Alex Morgan? No, no. Zach Ertz is married to Julie Ertz, who just retired. I think Alex okay. Morgan is married to either a baseball player or a golfer, maybe a tennis player. Got it. Um, I didn't know Drew. I, I mean, I didn't know, honestly, <laughs> I didn't know that name. Um, uh, but I didn't know his sister was on the World Cup. His wife. Uh, his wife, not his sister. His wife. Yeah. I'm sorry, his wife. Yeah, there was like mm. a really good E60. I think it was either. I think it was an E60. I don't know if I love Drew Holiday as a player, by the way. Love him as a player. That, that whole family is great. But it's yeah. like you got to know his wife was on the U.S. women's national team, especially if you are the organization that is paying him. You know, just speaking of them, uh, they're going to be in the finals this year. I don't see anybody in the East beating them in a best of seven. I mean, maybe in Milwaukee, but it also feels like nobody in Milwaukee wants to be there. Doc Rivers doesn't seem to want to be there. He wanted to start the job yesterday instead of three weeks ago. And did you see what Damian Lillard said? No. He has no life in Milwaukee. Life is boring. All he does is play basketball and watch boxing videos on the internet. Well, uh, Portland is prettier geographically, the physical geography uh, surrounding Portland, Mount Hood. I spent a lot of time in Portland in the 90s. Um, It was not a place that I would have wanted to live necessarily, uh, but he did for all of those years. It's probably a much different city than it was in the 90s. I think a lot of those cities out in the Pacific Northwest and San Francisco are. But I don't know, that team... Um, they just have too much. I mean, Porzingis and Drew Holiday being a part of that group with Tatum and Jalen Brown, 
they're just good, and they're good defensively. They've got depth with Pritchard, with Horford. Who am I forgetting uh, who also comes off the bench? I, I watched some of their game last night with the Sixers. It was actually cl- uh, close briefly, um, and then they blew it open. I, I don't know. I, I think I think that is going to be boring compared to the West where anything could happen. I could see almost any team emerging from the West. I'd be shocked if Boston doesn't win the East. They've won a bunch of games in a row. It's been a while since they've lost. By the way, for those not following it, the Wizards have now lost 12 (laughs) in a row and are currently tied for the worst record in the NBA. They've actually, the irony is they've actually played more competitively in the last few weeks, but they keep losing, which is a good thing. Um, I wonder what the franchise record is for losses in a row. I mean, I got to, I would imagine they're getting pretty close. Yeah. Um, what else? All right. Final thing I got for you here. The Kellogg's CEO says that more Americans should eat cereal for dinner. It's healthy and it's cheaper. Cereal has always been one of my favorites. Uh, I love cereal. Um, I'm looking at a box of cereal right now uh, in my studio. It's a box of Cheerios. I think they're great to snack on. And I, a lot of times for dinner, Wait, especially when there's... Cheerios or Honey Nut Cheerios? Uh, regular Cheerios. I love Honey Nut Cheerios, but loaded with sugar. Um, but I do love Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, I like almost any kind of Cheerios. Um, this, this cereal uh, product that I... I typically have in my studio magic spoon which is a much healthier cereal and actually tastes great but i do cereal a lot you know nice cold by the way you can't do skim milk with cereal i'm not a big skim milk i'm a two percenter uh with with cereal but i love cereal do cereal all the time i'll i'd eat it at any time of the day are you a cereal guy or not I mean, I definitely enjoy cereal. I don't do milk very frequently, though. So, like, I don't ever have milk you lying around. So, is that I a problem? I, 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 I do a lot of milk. I, I have a lot of milk in things like cereal, coffee for sure. Um, I definitely do it. I do creamer and coffee, though. So, it's not just yeah. straight milk. I mean, if I had more milk laying around, I would go for cereal. But the problem is, uh, like, I couldn't. It'd be a lot of sugary stuff because my favorite cereal is Reese's Puffs, and I could kill a I could kill a <laughs> box of Reese's Puffs. Um, I haven't had one of those kinds of cereals like Cocoa Puffs or the, one of those cereals in a long time. I guess the closest thing is Lucky Charms. You know, at times during the pandemic, that was in the house. Like the boys, you know, would go out and get uh, a bunch of cereals. So Lucky Charms was in the house. What uh, Cheerios has to be the number one selling cereal, right? Um, let's find out. I mean, maybe Frosted Flakes. By the way, the longest Wizards losing streak is sixteen games. Sixteen games. What year? Uh, that was uh, what led up to drafting John Wall when Andre Blatch was leading the Got team. Uh, yeah, you're right. Cheerios is number one, 131.9 million in uh, the U.S. and Massachusetts as of March 7th in 2023. So let me guess what number two is. Okay. Uh, um, what's the what's the annual revenue for Cheerios? This was 139.1 million. Number two mm-hmm. is what I thought was going to be number one. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Okay, that's number two. By the way, Cheerios, that is 
I regular guess Cheerios. Fro- Frosted Flakes. I'm sorry. Say again. That Cheerios is regular Cheerios because Honey Nut Cheerios is number three at 129.3 million. Mm, that makes sense. I would have. Th- what about Rice Krispies? Where does Rice Krispies rank? On this list, there are no Rice Krispies, which is shocking. what about Raisin Bran? Uh, no Raisin Bran. On what here. about Special K? I like Special K with the uh, the <laughs> the uh, red raspberries. They still make Special K. Yeah, they make Special K. I special K is good. It. I used to love it growing up, but I didn't know Special K was still around. This is like the Honey Bunch of Votes is four, Cinnamon Toast Crunch five, Fruit Cinnamon Loops. Toast Crunch. That was always in our house. Life is all is always in our house. Yeah, life is on this list. That's nine. Uh, Frosted Many Wheats eight, and then Lucky Charms. So, by the way, you know what you should do with Lucky Charms if you want a silly snack? Do Rice Krispie treats, but instead with Lucky Charms. I mean, it's overloaded with sugar. But they go hard. So you go marshmallow with Lucky Charms? Oh, God, yeah. Put that thing together? Oh, it's <clears> so good. What about Fruit Loops? I used to love Fruit Loops as a kid. I used to love Captain Crunch as a kid. Captain Crunch. I love Captain Like, if you Crunch. told me you get a couple weeks to just go bad cereals, I think Captain Crunch would be my number one go-to. Regular? When I say bad, I mean unhealthy. Regular? Because I like the Crunch Berries. You know, get a little bit of flavor in there. Uh, I love no, the No, no, the regular. The regular. Yeah, I'd go regular. I also was a big Apple Jacks fan for a period of time. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's all I got for you. Cereal talk. <laughs> um, Cheerios, number one selling cereal. That makes total sense. Cheerios and bananas are probably the two most. I used to know, that. well, I do know that bananas are the number one selling item in a supermarket. Um. Always, always has been. I think always in terms of the most products moved, not sales, uh, but in terms of the most product moved, bananas has always been number one, or it was number one. I don't know where it is now, but I think you know after paper products, I think Cheerios is probably way up there on the list, way up there. Uh, Mel Kiper. And Bucky Brooks came out with their latest mock drafts. Who do they have Washington taking? And Caleb Williams has spoken. We'll tell you what he said. Kevin Sheehan Show, Team 980 and theteam980.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. to know what the top-selling cookie is. I didn't look it up. I would assume it's Oreos, right? That would be a very safe bet. I couldn't find that real quick. If it's not Oreos, it would be... No. I don't know. Chips Ahoy? Yeah. Something like that? Um, Anyway, Caleb Williams spoke uh, today. uh, Said he deeply admires Michael Jordan and Walter Payton and loves deep-dish pizza. All of that comes from Chicago. Uh, he said he would be excited if the Bears took him number one overall. Uh, this was an interview with Pete Thamel at ESPN. Um, and he is doing the interviews today, including interviewing with Washington today. Williams told uh, Thamel, quote, 
This is what I've been preparing for my whole life. Since I was 10 or 11, this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. At that age until now, it basically feels like your whole life. I'm excited. I'm ready to get back on a football team around my teammates and my brothers, my new brothers now. Um, He said specific to you know, the teams that might be drafting him. He said, if I get drafted by by the Bears, I'll be excited. If they trade the pick and I get drafted by someone else, I'm just as excited. Speaking about Chicago, they've got a talented team, a talented offense and defense. For anyone to be in that situation, I think that they would be excited. Um, he was asked about this notion that some have about him that he, you know, has pushed back on the idea of being drafted by Chicago, wants to call his own shot. And he said, quote, I'm not pushing any agenda. At the end of the day, the Bears have the last say. Regardless of how I feel, I'm not pushing agenda of, yeah, I want to go or no, I don't want to go. I'm excited for whatever comes, closed quote. Uh, He did say that what he really wants is, quote, a healthy situation in the facility with the players and just a place that really wants to win, uh, close quote. So there you go. Um, As far as, you know, returning to Washington as a possibility, he said, quote, it'd be really cool because it's so familiar. There's a time and place for everything. My job and my hobby is being at the facility or on the field or watching film or relaxing and prepping for the next day or game. My main goal and focus is to win games and stay focused on keeping the main goal the main goal, closed quote. So uh, there you go. A lot from Caleb Williams in an interview that he did with Pete Thamel from ESPN. Uh, So... Mel Kuyper had another mock draft um, this morning, uh, put out version. I don't know what version this is. I think it's version 2.0 for for Mel. Um, It's a new mock, 1 through 32. Uh, It opens with Caleb Williams going to Chicago. And then at number 2, he sticks with, because in his first version of his mock draft, he had Jaden Daniels going to Washington He's sticking with Daniels going to Washington. And he says, I'm sticking with Daniels here over Drake May, though it's tight. Several NFL teams have May over Daniels on their boards two months out from the start of round one. I love Daniels' fit with the new commander's offensive coordinator, Cliff Kingsbury, who will run a wide-open offense and put his quarterback in the best position to succeed. Washington already has two really good wideouts in Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, so Daniels and Kingsbury would be able to start quickly. Daniels made a massive leap during his time at LSU, developing into a top-tier passer and runner. I can't wait to watch him at the next level. So Mel's got Jaden Daniels going to Washington at two, and he's got Drake May going to New England at three. Uh, And then it's Marvin Harrison Jr. to Arizona at four. In terms of the next quarterback uh, for Mel, um, he has J.J. McCarthy going 12 to Denver. And I think this is one of the things that a lot of people are waiting on is to see what happens with J.J. McCarthy after the interviews uh, and that process because a lot of people think he's going to crush it. Um, and that he could end up flying up uh, boards. Now, Bucky Brooks, who's been at NFL.com, NFL 
network for a long time. Uh, I always think he's done a really good job as an evaluator. Now, he's got his mock draft out, and he's got Chicago taking Caleb Williams one, and then he does have Washington selecting Jaden Daniels two with Drake May going to New England three. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Bucky Brooks and Mel with Daniels going to overall to Washington. I think an interesting point in this draft, well, look, if we get to the point in, at the end of April where, ju- you know, ju- even if we get to this in the next few days, once Justin Fields is traded, then it becomes about number two. Because number one is more likely than not going to be Caleb Williams. Uh, I say that as if there's no chance that it wouldn't be Daniels or May. I think there is a chance. I think it's slim, uh, but I think there's still a chance after all of these interviews. Uh, But it certainly isn't going to be because Caleb Williams pushes an agenda or holds them hostage. He's that interview is a good interview with Pete Thamel for Caleb Williams. Um, But anyway, um, it becomes number two. That becomes this draft in a nutshell. What does Washington do at number two? Because that's going to dictate the rest of it. Uh, If they, you know, we'll find out, you know, what people think of May and Daniels. It'd be interesting if Washington took one or the other and then. At three, New England didn't like what they were left with and then possibly looked to deal. But if it is quarterback one, two, three, then Arizona at four gets a wide receiver in Marvin Harrison Jr. to go with Kyler Murray, who it does seem like more and more they are going to ride with Kyler Murray in the upcoming season. And then you get to the point where at six, what will the Giants do? Will the Giants reach for a J.J. McCarthy? Or will they give Daniel Jones some weapons for once? Will they give him a Malik Neighbors or an Odunze from from Washington? You know what are they going to do? I I'm not I'm not a guy that thinks that 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 uh, that the Giants quarterback um, is done. I really don't think that Daniel Jones is done yet. I I'm probably out there by myself on it, but my God, that team was horrible around him horrible they had an offensive line that was cut down by injuries early and who was he throwing to on that team uh but then we'll see what 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 they decide to do I mean there are teams I mean you start going through the list Denton of the teams and the quarterback situations right like I, I did this with our guest um Jared Dubin earlier if you looked at, at the league right now, you'd say Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Tennessee, Vegas, Denver, Washington, Chicago, New England. And then you could add teams like the Giants, Tampa, and potentially even Miami. There is discussion about whether or not Miami wants to stick with Tua or pay Tua. I think they will. But you get to 9 or 10, I mean, you're talking about, you know, almost a third of the league has a question mark quarterback. I think it's – I think we've had years like this, so it's not totally atypical. But I think this is one of those years where, man, there are a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks. And that may be why some think that Sam Howell could bring back a third-round pick. Maybe not to be the starter, but maybe to back up somebody 
who is not going to be the starter for much longer. Like an Aaron Rodgers as a possibility. Um, what Cleveland does with Deshaun is going to be interesting. They don't have much of an option there. They got to pay him. I think some of the backup quarterbacks that are going to be out there in free agency, um, like Gardner Minshew and Jacoby Brissett, are going to be very interesting. Uh, interesting to teams that don't get legitimate starting uh, quarterbacks, and you know want to to give Brissett maybe more of a chance to be uh to be a, a potential starter. Cousins is the number one quarterback on the market. He's probably the number one free agent period. But then the other quarterbacks are Mayfield, Tannehill, both who will Mayfield's going to certainly get a chance to start, probably stays in Tampa. Tannehill, who knows, but with all these teams needing quarterbacks, you know, if they don't land a a, a Fields or a Cousins, or a Mayfield, or can't draft one, um, then you're you're looking at some of these guys, including Minshew and Brissett, Jameis Winston, as an example, of guys that are free agents. Flacco, who was out of the NFL, now may have a market, certainly as a backup, in some of these spots. Like, what's Denver going to do? Where's Russ going to land? I didn't mention Russell Wilson as part of that free agent. There are some people that think that Russell Wilson is not going to be in the NFL next year, that he is done. I can't imagine done, done. I've heard several reporters, you know, bring up the possibility that Russell Wilson doesn't get signed by anybody. Where does he go? Sean Payton doesn't want him back. I was thinking Vegas. Okay. But I don't know if he'd fit the culture there. I don't think so. I don't think that's what AP's looking for, Antonio Pierce. I, I, I think that Denver, you know, this is going to create opportunities for the number of teams that need one and the guys that are out there. This is when those of you who have been howling for a year, those of you who have been Taylor Heineking for a year or, or several years, there are opportunities. Is Taylor Heineke a free agent, or did he sign a two-year deal with Atlanta? He may have signed a two-year deal with Atlanta. I think Atlanta. it was a two-year deal. Yeah. Um, it's also going to create the, uh, uh, the, the result of quarterbacks going earlier than anticipated. You know, and I'm not just ta- talking about McCarthy, Penix, and Knicks. I'm talking about, you know, guys like Pratt from Tulane, Rattler as an example. You know, a guy like Drew Locke may have an opportunity that he hasn't had before. Sam Darnold is the guy that I like. Of, of the backup quarterbacks, Darn, Darnold's a free agent, right? Yes, Pretty he sure is. he's a free agent. Yeah, he is. Wouldn't be surprised if somebody who strikes out on drafting one or signing one of the bigger guys gives Sam Darnold a legit shot to compete for a job. We shall see. Um, tonight... Terps against Northwestern. Maryland is a six-point favorite, Denton, in the game tonight in College Park. You know, I, I saw some of Maryland's assistant coaches at the uh, at the WCAC championship game the other night, Mike Jones, a couple of the others. Um, they've been so close, 
so close in so many games would not surprise me as a six and a half, six point favorite tonight if they beat Northwestern, who for those or who are not following it, I'm assuming many of you are not, um, Northwestern's good. They're 19 and eight uh, on the season um, and uh, should be a good one in College Park. Um, all right, we are done for the day. Thanks to Jared Dubin, who joined us on the show. Craig Hoffman jumped on. Uh, all of you who called Denton Day as well. Who's up next? Is Doc in with, with Rooster? Nope, just Rooster Solo. All right, Chris Russell next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 